Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. Your engagement with reality is dependent on curiosity. Even meditation. Meditation is an act of curiosity. What is my experience if I'm not trying to control my experience? I really want to find out. Your ability to focus on that is completely dependent on curiosity. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. In the last episode, we revealed the why behind asking great questions. It's a tool to lead people to the right conclusions without telling them what to do in a way that enables laziness and the order taker mentality. And today we're going to explore how you actually use this tool more effectively by embracing curiosity as a practice. Being curious is a powerful way of being, and questions are powerful tools. But unless you embrace all of this as a deep personal value, your results will be forever limited. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that, with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on the show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. One of my untruths that I did get to ask is a coaching client that I have. It's a volunteer job that I do. It's called Center for Transforming Lives, and I work with women for financial empowerment. Cool. And just what you just said, it has taken us months to get somewhere. And I realized that I'm a little bit to blame in addition to her. So my, my untruth was that I wasn't holding her accountable like I should. She told me she wanted to get a job. And so we've gone through all the education, but there's a dragging of the feet. And so finally, I confronted her. And she said, I, I asked her the question. I said, is what you told me the truth that you want to get yourself off of welfare? And you would like to get a job. Wow. And I just waited. And she said yes. And so, um, yeah, it was hard. But it was great. Great feeling. Congratulations. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. yeah and I love that you mentioned the, the being quiet part because the silence after a question like that is, a, is as powerful, if not more, than the question itself. And really important. Yeah, saying something takes all your power away. I've yes. done that so many times. Another one commonly that's the same thing is asking a bunch of questions, asking two or three questions instead of just one and being quiet. You just want to drop a pebble in the pond and just let the ripples do the work. And uh, that's tricky. That, that's difficult. Sometimes that's where the discomfort is. It's not actually in the question, but just like, before I did video, I used to just hit my mute button. I'd ask the question, then hit my mute button, and say, say out loud, oh my God, I can't believe I just asked that. <laughs> you know, before I started to get more comfortable with the silence. 
So yes, asking open-ended questions is not necessarily comfortable, but by now, of course, you all know how powerful it is to be uncomfortable. And practice, practice, practice. So I've been talking about what are called leading questions. And for managers, a lot of times, that's what you're doing. The person comes in your office and has a question and you already know what the answer is and you want to lead them to it. Okay. Then you ask leading questions. But you still always want to have a space for... They may surprise me. Maybe they have a better idea than I do. You're open to that. But there are other kinds of questions as well. Sometimes you're just fishing. Sometimes you don't know what's going on. Sometimes you're just doing information gathering questions. But the the critical thing here... I mean, it's, it's a tough thing to teach because... I can't just give you a list of questions, although you know, such things exist. They have to obviously be customized for the situation. The most important thing is curiosity. And curiosity is a quality that mostly when we think of it, we think of cats and children, right? <laughs> curiosity is in most adults radically underdeveloped and stifled. I mean, underdeveloped isn't really the right word because it develops in us and then we become adults and we get all practical and we stop being curious about stuff. And to me, curiosity is, uh, and cue the laugh track, a spiritual practice. (laughs) Because curiosity is, that's where engagement comes from. It's a wanting to know. It's a, how does that work? What happened there? Whoa, that was cool. What's going on in there? And that's the basis of listening, question asking, looking, exploding like in a diagram. Curiosity is everything. Your engagement with reality is dependent on curiosity. If your curiosity is not there, even meditation. Meditation is an act of curiosity. What is my experience if I'm not trying to control my experience? I really want to find out. Your ability to focus on that is completely dependent on curiosity. And so I, I don't want to say like cultivate it because that's not really accurate. Uncover it. What's in the way of your curiosity? Because in, in my opinion, it's an intrinsic part of being a human being. You want to know what's going on inside you and you want to know what's going on in your environment. So if you're chronically overwhelmed, can't be curious. If you're in a fight or flight mode, can't be curious. If you've got too many projects on your plate, just the same as chronically overwhelmed, can't be curious. If you have 34,000 emails in your inbox, can't be curious. All of that erodes curiosity because it's just, I don't have room to have like extra, extracurricular interest. I've got to deal with all this stuff right now. That's why all of the inventions and philosophies and technologies in our, in our world, in the history of the world, they don't happen during times of war and famine, right? Because you can't be curious when you're having to make sure that you, know, you survive one day to the next. And that's just a human survival thing. Those, those people shouldn't be curious. I mean, sometimes it'd be useful for them to be curious about why they're in a war or why they still live in a war zone and could they... Maybe move somewhere else, but you know what I mean, right? So think of like the golden age of Greece, or the what were the dark ages for the, um, uh, in the Christian world? Where the was the golden age for uh, Islam? 
they invented all sorts of really cool architectural stuff and mathematical stuff. I think 900,000 AD, you know, during the height of their civilization. So what is the microcosm of your civilization? Is your life together enough, handled enough, non-overwhelmed enough so that you have the freedom to be curious? Because that's where awareness comes from. That's where intelligence comes from. You have to have the space for that. And so again, back to the state of being, it's not just about asking good questions, even though there's a skill to that. The being level of that is, are you clear and open enough to come up with those questions? Is your natural curiosity coming out to engage with the person you're talking to when you ask those questions? Because people can feel when you really want to know. The supervisor can ask questions, but they're just trying to get the job done and get the person out of your office. A manager actually cares about the internal experience of that person. And then that comes through. So that to me is the most important thing is to to engage with and cultivate and clear space for that curiosity. Then after that, everything else is just practice. Because if you really want to know what's going on in someone, you'll find the right words. It may take you 10 questions. So you'll find out. Okay, so the assignment is to pivot from telling to asking once per day. And what I mean when I say pivot, I mean catch yourself in a moment where you're unnecessarily or unproductively telling. You can even stop mid-sentence. Okay, here's what I want you to do. Is this, Actually, you know what? What do you think we should do? What ideas do you have? Stop yourself in a telling moment at least once per day and ask open-ended questions and not know your way through it. And if you want to get back on the uncomfortable truth-telling horse from last week, if you're not so satisfied with your performance of that assignment, you can take on that assignment as well. I would offer that that's just... If you value truth, honesty, transparency, closeness, intimacy, that kind of stuff, if you value that, then I would say, why wouldn't you, to use the question that uh, Peter started the call off with, why wouldn't you want to tell at least one uncomfortable truth per day? Other than it not being uncomfortable, it can radically change your life and the lives around you for the better. But to me, that's a practice I use every day. I'm always looking for an opportunity. Where is there an uncomfortable truth right here waiting to be spoken that could move a ball forward? Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.